The police officers who violently arrested Elijah McLean two years ago will face criminal charges. A grand jury unveiled a 32-count indictment against three officers as well as two paramedics. All five will each face at least one count of manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide, while some face other charges. McLean died days after the encounter in August 2019. He was walking home when officers put him in a hold and handcuffed him. Paramedics injected him with ketamine and he went into cardiac arrest. This past February, an independent panel said the officers had no justification for stopping McLean. Here's Colorado's Attorney General. We're here today because Elijah McLean is not here, and he should be. He was a son, a nephew, a brother, and a friend. When he died, he was only 23 years old. He had his whole life ahead of him. And his family and his friends must now go on and live without him. The Attorney General's office is also conducting a civil rights investigation into the Aurora Police Department. More than 30 children from California are reportedly stuck in Afghanistan. School districts where the kids are enrolled say they were unable to leave before the U.S. troop withdrawal. They were visiting relatives when the Taliban took control, and some of the students are U.S. citizens. Meanwhile, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin acknowledged and thanked U.S. troops today as the U.S. marks the end of the war in Afghanistan. He also pledged to go over what happened with the evacuation and the military operations, and he'll travel to the Gulf to thank regional allies. The White House confirmed President Biden will visit Louisiana Friday. He'll meet with state and local leaders as they coordinate the hurricane recovery efforts. Some residents in New Orleans now have their power back, but hundreds of thousands in Louisiana are still in the dark and dealing with extensive damage to buildings. Today, officials updated the death toll to at least six, warning that number could rise as the week goes on. And the remnants of Ida are being felt in the mid-Atlantic. This is damage from a tornado in Annapolis, Maryland, with the governor reporting substantial damage. The National Weather Service has issued tornado warnings throughout the day and into the evening as the system moves north. But there is also an encouraging development out of California. Authorities there say winds did not come in as strong as expected, giving fire crews a chance to make progress against the Calder Fire, which has burned more than 200,000 acres. Officials also say they're hopeful they can protect the city of South Lake Tahoe, but today's good news may not last. A red flag warning remains in effect for the area, meaning the dry and windy conditions are still a concern. The nation's most restrictive abortion law went into effect today in Texas. The White House said it was concerned about the law and called on Congress to pass legislation to protect Roe v. Wade. The law prohibits abortions the moment a doctor can detect cardiac activity, which happens around six weeks. It also allows private citizens to sue health care providers or anyone they suspect helped someone get an abortion. I'm Austin Kim, and this is Newsy.